How y'all doing? I'm Paul Ryan, your host of the Across the Cowboys podcast. If you're new to the show, thank you for joining us. And to our regular listeners, welcome back. Unfortunately, Mike is out today. He uh, is in Disneyland this week, so he won't be joining us tonight. But the greatest account manager in the world is here tonight, Mr. Brendan Fergie-Smith. Brendan, how are you? I'm doing great. We all have a great Thanksgiving week, two Dallas victories. It's pretty good. Yes, sir. Can't be mad about that. Oh, well, Brendan, before we get into it tonight, uh, let the people know where they can find you on Twitter, sir. You can find me at Brendan underscore Smith 26. Yes, sir. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. Well, uh, we're here, Brendan. You know, we're just coming back from Thanksgiving break, like you mentioned. And uh, it's always nice to uh, celebrate a Cowboys victory over the holidays. It just makes that day that much sweeter. Now that Thanksgiving has come and gone, Brendan and I thought we'd share our how our, our days went. So, Brendan, I'm curious, how was your Thanksgiving? It was honestly, it was really great. It started off with the good old turkey bowl I do every year with my friends. Started that oh, yeah, nice yeah, and yeah. early. So, you know, I oh, I was throwing lasers out there, catching some great passes. Cooper, you see this, don't say a word. You didn't see anything. Then, you know, <laughs> of course, went, went and ate lunch with the family and watched the Cowboy game. So, it was all around it was a really good day. So do you, do you guys host your Thanksgiving? Or you say you went somewhere. Do you no. like to go to the no. grandparents' house or? No, we go to my aunt's house. They're the one. Uh, she's the one who runs everything Thanksgiving. I so. got you. It was pretty great. It's always though. nice. So no responsibilities for you. They didn't. They didn't ask you to bring any any food or anything, right? Technically, I had to bring their son back because my little cousin joined us for the turkey bowl. That was my one responsibility. So the turkey bowl, how, how big is that? Is it like a three on three? Is it two on two, five on five? What are we talking um, about? Well, it, it's a it's usually a three on three, but we didn't have as much. We did a two on two with a all time quarterback, but we switch we kept switching off who was the quarterback for each team. But yeah, man, me me and my cousins growing up, man, we would we play uh, one. It'd be like one on one with my cousin being the all time quarterback, playing in the streets for hours, man. I remember those. Those are the good days, sir. Oh, we found a field, and it was so muddy. We were slipping around. I was skating, basically. I was going up for the ball. You see my right leg just go, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to go face first. This is great. <laughs> no, th- hope, Thankfully, no injuries on Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, crazy enough. We play violent out there, though. One year, because uh, my aunt on my dad's side, she always hosted Thanksgiving. And uh, where she lives, like in her garden, it's a popular kind of thing here in Texas. I'm sure you've probably seen it, but like people like to have cactus in their yard, like in their gardens or whatever. Yeah. Me and my cousins were playing around, tripped and fell hands first into a cactus. When I was no. like, yeah, dude. <laughs> so oh, no. definitely ruined my Thanksgiving, as you could imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely understandable. Yeah. So uh, my day was pretty good, man. Um, my wife and I, we hosted, and her family came over, and my little sister and my cousin came over and Everybody came over for breakfast, and we chilled, played games. And my wife and I, we made some, like, dips to have for lunch. And then my wife made chicken and dumplings for dinner. It was nice, man. Just a nice, calm day playing some games and eating some good food and spending time with family and friends, man. It doesn't get much better than that. You're not wrong. It was it was an all-around pretty great day. So, Brendan, we, we learned last week that you're a bit of a picky eater. What was your what was your favorite thing that you ate on Thanksgiving? Oh, dude, it was easily Cornish game head. Dude, that was so good. I've never really – I. I'm always like a fan of the food, but I'm never like looking forward to the exact food on Thanksgiving other than like the pie because that chocolate pie was great. Dude, that yeah. Cornish game hen, game changer. It's so, so good. That's kind of like uh, they're they're smaller birds. What does it taste like? Chicken? Does it have a unique taste at all? I mean, 
I it's so like it tastes like chicken, but it's got like a weird. It's got like a different like seasoning on it, I guess a little bit. Dude, it's so flavorful. It's so juicy. Like usually, I'm like, oh dang, with the chug water. Nah, dude, it was great. I've actually never had it. I've never had that powder dove. So you know, maybe I need to branch out a little bit and uh, try some more of the bird family. It do it. It it made my Thanksgiving ten times better, and it was already going great. Yes, sir. So my, my favorite thing that I had on Thanksgiving, um, my uh, my mother-in-law and I, we, we discovered these, um, they're called like quiche bites. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with what a quiche is, but it's like, it's just a scramble. It's like a, like an omelet, but with bread around it. If, if you want to call it that, like a, it's like an omelet, but inside a pie crust, really, really good. So we make like a mini, miniature version of those. Um, I had a bit of a three-way tie. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I had three favorite things that I ate on Thanksgiving because we got a lot of good food. <laughs> But um, it was it was the mini quiche bites, and then my mother in law she found this TikTok recipe. It's you make bacon and then you pour pancake batter over the top of it, so you have like pancake covered bacon. That was amazing. And what? Uh, then, yeah, dude, if you like pancakes and you like bacon, oh my god, bro, you, you have to try this. It's delicious. And then my wife and I we ended up making this dessert to dessert dip. It's a uh, chocolate chips, marshmallow fluff, cream cheese, and Cool Whip. It sounds it sounds pretty plain, but man, oh man, it's it's really really good. That all sounds phenomenal. Dang, yeah, dude, the 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 bacon covered pancakes or the pancake covered bacon, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, the the bacon covered pancakes were a game changer, man. I highly highly recommend. But how do you do your bacon though? Is it more floppy? Is it more crispy? Uh, for those, you have to do crispy, and I like I prefer crispy bacon. How about you? Yes, my mom calls it burnt. Because she likes it the exact opposite, but yeah, dude, it's it's so good. Yeah, no, there we go. It really is. It really is, man. Bacon and eggs, probably one of my favorite meals, dude. You have to have crispy bacon, though. Completely agree. So we know the Cowboys play every Thanksgiving, Brendan. But outside of the Cowboys, did you find yourself watching any other games? I know you had a lot going on that day. I was uh, well. I didn't watch the entire game, but I watched the Green Bay game. Yeah, and that was shocking to see the least. Right. Christian Watson, Maul, Jordan Love dominated. Okay. I never would have expected that. Aaron, uh, not Aaron Jones. Why am I completely? AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, yeah. I knew it was the A. I was completely. AJ <laughs> Dillon was carrying people. That was just odd. You know, uh, Jared Goff is going back to his goofball self with three fumbles. Yeah. That was surprising. I didn't get to watch any of the games because, um, for whatever reason, like we don't have cable, but our antenna, like where we, the where our apartment is located, like whenever we have an antenna hooked up, we just don't get channel four for some reason. So I didn't get to watch the uh, Lions game or the, um, you know, I didn't get to watch the Lions and and Packers. But for some reason, also we have issues getting channel five. So you know, it was actually kind of late at that point anyway. So I didn't get to see any of the the Niners and Seahawks game, but it didn't look to be that great of a game anyway. I kind of wish I would have seen the the Lions and Packers game though, because earlier in the day I had called that the the Packers were going to upset the Lions, so it would have been nice to to watch that. It was. I got scared. I looked at my dad. I'm like, today's not the day for upsets, is it? I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not we're not doing this. And, man, so, those division games—they're so unpredictable. And the Packers still find a way to beat the Lions every time on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> With or without Rodgers, man, it's crazy to see. Yeah. So we have, we had a bit of a, if you want to call it a Thanksgiving miracle, Brendan, but you, you called it 
on the podcast prior to the game where you said that Deron Bland was was going to uh, make NFL history and and have his fifth pick six of the year. How awesome was it to see your Bland prediction come true? The, for, oh, first off, it felt phenomenal. I never have called a record before, so I felt weird. But the thing that sucked is that my, uh, Cooper, uh, my best friend Cooper, his, he's always ahead of me by at least a play. And so he's blowing up my phone. It's like, holy shit, you called it. You called it. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And then the next play, I see Deron Bland take it to the house. I'm like, oh, holy crap. Yeah. Deron, dude, he's so smooth. With it. His, the interception was great. Like him jumping the route. The moves he had to do to get in the end zone. Oh, my yeah. God. I don't see any other receiver besides probably CeeDee Lamb making those moves. That's insane. It was oh. Yeah, it's it's funny because um I think I guess it was the I don't know if it was the, I guess maybe it was the Tony Pollard touchdown that came before that. But I remember I saw Tony Pollard scores touchdown. I get up and go to the bathroom and I just hear my father in law going, Oh no, 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 oh my god, no. And then my guy Prescott, shout out to Prescott, he's in the chat right now. He's like, Are you serious? And I'm thinking Man, please tell me somebody didn't get injured, like we lost Micah or something like that. And then uh, he texts me again. He's like, Bland just had his fifth pick six. And I'm like, are you serious? I go out there and I see the replay. And I'm like, I asked my wife, I'm like, why was your dad, you know, acting like somebody got injured? And he's like, he was saying that because you you were missing it. He was, he was felt bad for Aww. you. I'm like, oh, thank God, man. I was so, so worried. <laughs> so I didn't actually get to see it, man. But the fact that it happened is just, it's awesome. Well, you first had the Cavante Turpin touchdown. And I'm like, I'm already feeling great. I'm like, you know, what? I got to see my guy score. Dallas is destroying him, and then that just happened. Like, oh, okay. He is. Oh man. So that happened after the Turpin touchdown. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, and the game got you know wide open. <laughs> man, for real. All you needed was a Fergie touchdown, and you had the trifecta, man. If that, oh, if that happened, I wouldn't have gone to sleep that night. And also, I feel like your phone <laughs> wouldn't have stopped blowing up. Yeah, it's funny. Um, you know, we, we saw the Turpin touchdown, and after the game, somebody had come out with a stat saying how Dak and the Cowboys were, were pat-statting, I guess, to try to better his numbers for MVP consideration. And, you, you know, you look out through the game that, you know, Dak actually could have had had some better numbers. He missed a couple of throws. But when, when you look at the play calling, do did, did you like the aggressiveness early in the game? The funniest thing is, this this isn't even a question if he connects on those passes. Like, yeah, let's go. I I do love it because we we can't run the ball that well. We have shown that we can't run the ball that well. So we're getting, of course, going away from the running on first down, and so we're chucking it. They got confidence. They got they got balls, dude. Like, when's the last time you're gonna say, hey, uh, these play calls, we're going out there and we're going ballsy? No, never. <laughs> Dak's confidence, hell, he thinks he can do anything. He's gonna become a he's gonna become a dad. So yeah, he can do anything. But you know, I love it. You know, more than merit. If it works, it works. Let CD Lane go for two hundred yards a game. Yes, sir. You know, it's when you're calling plays like that. Like you know, you think about Mike McCarthy. It's it just goes to show how much confidence he has in Dak Prescott, man, and how he's playing right now. And that's something we haven't really seen from from not just McCarthy, but we didn't really see that from Jason Garrett during the Tony Romo era or the Dak era. It's, I wonder what's what's leading to that. I guess, you know, Dak has obviously gotten better, but I wonder what's making McCarthy – what made McCarthy do it on Thursday, I wonder. I, it's, always, it's all after the bye. Like, 
of course, like before that, they've been relying on deck, but these play calls have been using deck. There's a difference from, please, God, just please do something. Let it work. And so, like, oh, hey, I'm going to scheme you to do something, and it's going to work. Yeah. I, I think McCarthy's like, well, if he's going to be the offense, let's kind of – let's help. Let's just help a little bit here. And let's not make anything cr- super crazy, even though they ran wild – no, that was Wildcats against the Panthers, not against the uh, Washington – well, let's, get, let's just get a little creative out there and let's have fun. And that's what they do. You can tell they're having a blast yeah. playing football. Everyone's smiling. Everyone's screaming. Dak found an effing turkey, put a turkey leg in the Salvation Army bucket to go find. Because he knew Dude, he was going to score that ever. Yeah. It's insane. I, uh, you, know, you know they're having fun, man, when we're up by 20-plus and then we still throw a 40-yard bomb to Turpin, man, to get him a touchdown. Says a lot about this team. You know, like you said, we're having fun. It's something we haven't, you know, we don't see too often, man. It's nice to see for sure. I, I like what McCarthy's doing this year. He had a rough start to the year, but like you said, after the bye, things have really started to, you know, the, the tide is turning. And uh, one one great thing that also happened prior to Thanksgiving, man, Jerry Jones, the, the curse, you know, part of the curse being lifted, getting injured, entering the uh, the ring of honor, man, or the Cowboys ring of honor. That, that, that was a nice uh a nice addition to to what was a, a great couple of days for the Cowboys. If if Dallas wins the Super Bowl within the next few years, I might even say because like, oh, we're great. Oh, we're doing this. If we just win, it's Jerry Jones has I, he's already gonna get blamed. You have to get blamed so much worse. Like you see what the curse you put on us, you see what you've done to us, and now all this, even though Rowdy needs to go, but you know, <laughs> we, we we got hey, one big thing at a time. We got we got <laughs> We got him in the rebound. Yeah, now we're gonna get rowdy out. But right now, holy crap! You know, Brennan, another player that I'd imagine is going to be in the Ring of Honor one day, or at least I'd I'd hope so, is Tyron Smith. Look at how he's playing, man, and look what he's been doing to to add to this offensive line. Is he playing at an All Pro caliber level right now? That's not even a question. Yes, he is dominant. I'm making a joke with my dad because like he'll hurt his, uh, he'll get hurt a little bit. My dad, stop doing stuff. You see what's working with Tyron. Tyron's not doing anything. You'll see, you'll see on the injury report, it's resting every day, every day of the week, and it's working. He's so good. My, I still want to tackle next year. The first round, I still want to tackle, but yes. let this ride. I, I'll never get tired of seeing Tyron Smith just slam somebody. It's so great. I wonder how much of this has been, you know, associated with him not practicing all week. That his, you know, the him playing at this level, him like staying fresh. You know, I wonder how much of that is is because he's not practicing. Well, you got to think though. I've uh, seen clips come back up from training camp. You're facing Micah or Demarius Lawrence every play, and Micah can yeah. throw you. Well, D-Lock can too, but there's a clip of him Micah throwing Tyron Smith on the ground. I think if you're like, well, I don't got to go against him that much anymore. That's going to save you a lot of time, mainly if you're injury prone. Micah doesn't care. Micah's just trying to get the play. So yeah, I think that helps a lot. Yeah, not getting thrown around by Micah Parsons a few times every day probably helps for sure. Yeah, my God. Uh, we, we've talked a little bit about Dak, man. Again, he had another dominant performance, and he's he's starting to get mentioned as an MVP candidate by by the talking heads in the media. Looking at his performance on Thanksgiving, where does that rank for you as far as quarterback play for the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving history? So. To be completely honest, I don't remember much of what Troy Aikman has done on Thanksgiving. All I remember yeah, is Jason either. Garrett, Jason Garrett popping off, 
and Tony mm-hmm. Romo having yeah. having a, having a five touchdown day against Tampa. Yeah, so Tampa Bay. Dak's right up. Dak's right. Dak's right up there because uh, Dak could have had more if they played him, but they didn't need to. So all y'all saying he's stat padding. Why does Cooper Rush have more stats than some quarterbacks? Like, why? Yeah. So, yeah. I think easily – I'd i say better than Garrett, but Garrett was just a better story because backup quarterback coming out of nowhere to beat the Packers. So, I guess, I guess I'll put him at three because Romo at one, Garrett because of the story, then Dak. But Dak's balling. Romo had some crazy, crazy performances on Thanksgiving. I mean, back back when he was a starting quarterback, he used to own November, would crumble in December. But uh, I remember Romo having some, you know, he, he ruined a couple of Thanksgivings with his performance, but he also, you know, highlighted a couple of Thanksgivings as well. I, I was, you know, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but but that performance by Dak, it's got to be right up there, at least top, you know, off the top of my head, I'd have to say top five just because I don't have the, the stats and games right in front of me. But that was a, that was a special performance, man. Like you said earlier, he could have had more. His stats could have been over 400 yards, probably six touchdowns. Yeah. And we still dominated. He missed those throws, and we still won by a lot. Like, how can you complain? Your quarterback missed 10 total passes. Yeah, when he it was man, when he missed that one uh, easy throw to Ferguson, I was like, oh man, what's going on? He must be trying to kind of shake off the nerves a bit. I know Thanksgiving stage is a little different and everything, and he's. He's been, I don't want to say inconsistent, but he's had some weird games on Thanksgiving. So I was I thought it was going to be another one of those types of performances, but like you said, he only 10 incompletions all game. And you know, we saw the end result there. But I, I thought that was kind of surprising that some of the throws that he was missing. Yeah, but it happens. Is it more worrying if he's missing a lot and the entire team is playing bad? This they they went right back to it. Like so yeah. The, yeah. He'll miss the easy ones, but then he'll do he'll do a, he'll make a jaw dropping throw there. You're like, how did you even fit that in that Dude, window? Do you not re- do you remember the catch Brooks had off his head? <laughs> the yeah. ball bounced and he caught it right in. What the hell? <laughs> nice to see him get some playing time. That's kind of interesting that he got a little bit of he got a little bit of run this week or last week rather. Because uh, they're going back to the 2022 NFL. Dude, let Will McClay do his thing, like. Y'all, soft. Like, we can complain about free agency. We can. Like, they did better this year, but we can complain about free agency. The draft. Shut up. I know our second round picks weren't used to. Sam Williams has some boneheaded uh, penalties. He had like three sacks in the past four games. I'll take that. Fergie, yeah. Fer, Fergie's my guy. Tyler Smith's an All Pro. Deron Bland's gonna be Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I, I'm blanking on who else. I'm talking about uh, undrafted free agents with Wanye Thomas, Marquise Bell. Let him do his thing. Like. Everybody, shut shut up! Like seriously, no one cares. Will McClay, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah, it's you look at this the game, uh, Brendan. It's forty five to ten. Anytime the team scores forty five points and your defense holds another team to 10, 30 plus victories, man. It's hard to, to nitpick out at anything. But was there anything you saw from this game that that left you kind of worried or questioning? You know, maybe this team needs to improve on. I still say QB contain. That's still going to be my biggest thing because, like, of course, we're at the face Philly one more time. We're at the face Josh Allen. And, of course, in, in the playoffs, we might face Philly again. So yeah. you're going to have to continue to compete. But still, uh, I believe Hal had, like, around 268 passing yards. I know we held him to 10 points. This is awesome. But stop giving him random chump, like, chunk plays. Like, if you're facing yeah. an inferior team, just stop it. Like, y'all are better. 
you are better. <laughs> There's no question about it. So it's just be able to play within your scheme and stop trying to get the uh, breakout play. Yeah, for me, it was just Mike kind of touched on it last week, but another slow start for the Cowboys. You know, we saw Dak miss some throws early. We saw, I know at least the first possession was a uh, was a three and out. I don't know if it was the second possession as well, but these slow starts are starting to kind of just be really annoying. Uh, I know I agree. It's it's like I said last week too, though. It's I feel like they're like they're trying to feel out the team. It's like we'll watch film, so we know they kind of do this, but let's feel them out. Okay, so they're blitzing a lot more on this side, so let's start working that. There, I think the yeah. first drive or two is legit. Just like hey, let's experiment. Let's like, okay, they're doing this with this type of play, cool. And then all that after, like okay, we know what they're doing. I so, got you. Yeah. It's kind of it's, it's weird. I can uh, no, I would like to score on the first drive. I'd like to feel more confident after that first drive, but right, it's it's. You've still put up 45, so I can't say anything now. Maybe in a couple weeks I'll say something, but right now I can't. (laughs) Very true, very true. Well, here we are. You know, we have another Thursday game this week. It's going to be our third game in 11 days, Brendan. Are you worried about the Cowboys being fatigued heading into the Seattle game? I would. I would if your backups didn't play more. This is is the one – you know, this is, of course, our three games in 10 days, which is awful. But yeah. with, with us playing our backups as much as we are, I don't feel nearly as bad. Like, seriously. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Brendan. I wasn't, I no, you're good. There. I was going to say, my guy Prescott, he sent me a crazy stat. You know, we're talking a little bit about uh, Sam Howell. And he had a pretty good game. You mentioned 268 passing yards. We had They had a uh, 100 yards rushing, I believe, with the team combined. And then they had a receiver go for 100 yards. Um, I believe the the – Stat was that any time a quarterback on a team did that, a team did that, they had a record of like twenty-five and one. And Sam Sam Howell was like the first quarterback and team for them to lose by thirty plus. That's so cool. That's yeah. so so cool. But man, that is crazy though. You look at those stats, man. I mean, having a hundred yards rushing, having a hundred yard receiver, and a quarterback throw for twenty, you know, two hundred fifty plus yards. You would think he had he'd score more than ten points, but you know we know that wasn't the case. Our defense doesn't matter who the coordinator is; will always be a bend but don't break. Like how the hell are they already at the thirty? Oh, okay, turnover on downs, cool, sweet. Yeah. So as far as the Cowboys being fatigued heading into the Seattle game, like you said, uh, you brought up a good point with our with our backups getting a lot of playing time, and you know most of our starters get resting in the fourth quarter. I'm not too worried about it either, but. One thing that does concern me about heading into the Seattle game is I feel like Seattle has got something to prove. And, you know, anytime a team a team is is in that state, it, they can be a difficult matchup. And we'll talk a little bit about it here in a minute. But, you know, Seattle's not a team to, to look over, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I completely – they were – well, they were never leading the division, but they were always close by until, you know, they've been dropping off a little bit. But it all depends on Gino's health. But like you said, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, on Thursday night, what it was, uh, the 49ers were seven and three, and the and uh, Seattle was six and four. I believe they were one game one game apart from each other. I found that surprising, and of course, Seattle got lost that game pretty badly. But I was, you know, they were had they won that game, they would have been tied with San Francisco. That says a lot about that team. Yeah, no, Pete Carroll is nothing to ever be slept on. They have some, they haven't had like some great teams in the past, but. He's still a good coach, and their defense will always play lights out whenever he's uh, coaching them. 
Absolutely. Well, we know that uh, Seattle, again, coming off a tough loss, moves them to six and five. You look at the Seahawks are, are and how they're playing. Are they another bad team Dallas has to play? That's going to be the narrative if Dallas wins like they have been. But also, like I said, it, it all depends on Geno's health. Can we beat Drew Locke? You beat Drew Locke. Like, come on. Like, who's, uh, who, God, I hope so. Who's running around chanting, we beat Drew Locke? You're acting like you're pumped. Like, you beat Drew Locke. They might not have Kenneth Walker because he's day-to-day. But they still have three phenomenal wide receivers. Like, yeah. two – I don't know if Tyler Lockett's been an All-Pro. I know he's been a multi-time Pro Bowler. I don't know. I don't remember he's been an All-Pro. You have JSN, who's been killing it. DK Metcalf, who's not human. I don't believe anyone who's six four that jacked and who can run that fast. I don't think that's real. I don't believe it. Yeah, seriously. So Matt's Matt was kind enough to share the exact numbers and uh, the stat here that I was trying to touch on earlier. But teams with two hundred fifty plus passing yards, one hundred plus rushing, thirty-five minutes of time of possession, uh, less than twenty-five penalty yards, and uh, Less than one turnover. Um, were fifty-seven and zero over the last twenty-five years, and Commanders did all of that and lost by thirty-five points. Yikes! <laughs> that's insane, hey, dude. That's, that's just terrible, Prescott. terrible luck. That's for respect, real. Prescott, for doing that for doing that research. That's insane. Yeah, appreciate My you gosh. sharing that stat, Prescott. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. This cut goes to show what kind of season the Commanders are having. They did kill the time of possession too. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> it didn't really. It didn't feel like it, man. But I guess that's just because the Cowboys are scoring so fast. Yeah, that it really didn't matter. But uh, you know, as far as Seattle being a bad team, I don't think that they're a bad team. They just kind of they've gone through a tough part of the tough stretch of the schedule. They faced some tough teams, um, and man, Geno Smith is you know he he looked like he was having a bounce back to his career last year, and he had a great season, you know, leading Seahawks to the playoffs. But he hasn't been that good this year. I'm not sure what's really going on with Seattle. I'm going to get to watch a lot of their games. But I have been a bit surprised that, um, you know, he's been somewhat mediocre this year. I think teams have figured him out in this scheme. But like I said, I think he's – I believe he's also still hurt. So I don't I don't know too much on that right now. But yeah, that'll be, the, that'll be a big key to see who's being a quarterback in Dallas. I feel bad for Drew Locke if he has to start against the Cowboys defense this week, man. I really do. I feel bad for either one. Are you joking yeah. me? Yeah, seriously. We talked a lot about the uh, DK Metcalf not being human and the, the Seattle skill players. Uh, looking at the Dallas secondary, I mean, you know, we've 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 have been battle tested. I think the only real receivers that kind of got the best of us were were the Philadelphia receivers. Are you worried about that at all? Uh, that being the case this week with Seattle. I'm scared of chunk plays because we'll always give up chunk plays. I don't care if Trevon yeah. Diggs is out there at 100, percent and we have Gilmore and Bland all up. We will give up chunk plays because it just it happens. It's the NFL, and that's what we do. So I feel like I'm a little scared because they're explosive. I, I am terrified of Jordan Lewis being out there against JSN or Tyler Lockett this lot. That terrifies me. Two people who go all out effort versus someone who's lazy. <sighs> that's that does scare me. <laughs> yeah, I uh, the one player I'm kind of most worried about is Tyler Lockett, just because he's a speedster, shifty guy, can kind of do a little bit in the middle of the field behind the line of scrimmage, and he can take the top off the defense. I'm worried about him maybe being lined up with Stephon Gilmore. So you're you're thinking? Uh, of course, they, I know they don't rotate, of course, but you think they're gonna put they're gonna try to put Bland more on Metcalf? 
I mean, I would think that Metcalf would be considered their best receiver, at least but to me he is. So I would think they would they would they would match up Bland with with Metcalf. What do you think? So uh, first off, Bland is having a defensive player of the year. The thing is though, I I'm scared of the size. Bland is great, but Bland isn't yeah. that big of a guy. He's not DK. He's they call him a DK Swolcalf, like because he's just he's just huge. Yeah, it's huge, huge. And so that that scares me. And the only problem I've had with Bland is the deep ball sometimes. Because that first off, that uh, Devontae Smith touchdown that Eagles fans will always bring up. It was mm-hmm. a perfectly thrown ball where just where Devontae Smith could get it. Like no yeah. corner is jumping up and getting that. And so, but the deep ball does scare me a little bit. But like it all depends on who's at uh, quarterback. I think Malik Hooker can easily just double up uh, over the toss. So I think we're going to be fine. But that does scare me just a little bit just because of the size and speed. Right. I know, you know, I, I imagine though, if it's, you know, either Bland is covering either Lockett or DK and Stefan Gilmore is going to be covering one of, one of the other uh, receivers that Bland isn't covering. It's going to be Jackson Smith and Jigba versus Jordan Lewis. My goodness. I'm, I don't, I'm not looking forward to that. Can we do it? Is, can we bring in Izzy? Like, can we, like, I want Izzy do to piss y'all off. Like, he did great against Tampa. Bring him back. I guess it's just respect for Jordan Lewis, man. And that's what it is kind of seems to be and I know he gets beat a lot but I'm sure his him getting beat is more highlighted than the good plays that he makes regardless of how little they might be you know maybe he doesn't make a lot of highlight real type plays but maybe he just makes good plays that aren't going to lose you the game you know he does enough of those to to warrant warrant keeping his his snaps I if you, I'll get into this uh, I'll get this I'll get into this in a little bit all right because I know what we have coming up I'll get up I'll get into it a little bit oh crap all right, so obviously, uh, Brendan, this is your first year on the pod, and uh, there's a, like a running joke that every time Mike goes to Disneyland, the Cowboys lose. Will that curse continue, or or has uh, Jerry let let um, bringing uh, Jimmy into the Ring of Honor was that kind of the the curse that really needed to be lifted, and all cur- other curses are canceled out? Like, there's two parts for me. First off, with how the team's playing, I think we should win. I yeah. really truly believe we should win. So the curse should be broken. But also, if we do lose, that first off, it's annoying. I'll get pissed off. That's also kind of funny, because <laughs> like are you joking? Like, because this, of course, football is a team sport. You can't put blame on one person ever. Because like, oh, well, the, the coach could have called a better play, or the receiver should have caught, or whatever. No, you can put all the blame on Mike. Mike gets all the hundred percent of the blame. So I, I, it should be broken. But that's that is kind of funny. I know. Since we've been doing the pod, every time he's gone to Disneyland, we've we've lost. And I mean, it sounds like prior to that, every time he's gone to Disneyland, that the Cowboys have lost. So it is kind of crazy, man. Oh no! Sam posts on Twitter. He's like, "Oh, what do you think we're gonna do during the six game stretch?" He's like five and one. And everyone's like, "Who are we losing to?" I'm like, "If you watch, you already know." Like you can see, like he's like, "What is this for being confident?" I'm like, "There's one game Mike's not confident in at all." Yeah. <laughs> he thinks Dallas is gonna shit the bed so hard. And hey, we we already saw it this year. He was in, in Disneyland when the Cardinals play the Cow when the Cardinals play the Cowboys, and what happened? We lost in embarrassing fashion. Can we just put him not like, on almost like house arrest during the season? <laughs> like Dallas is going to go like fourteen and two, or I mean fourteen and three one year, and that's because Mike was at home the entire time. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to uh, try to arrange it to where Disneyland is closed when the Cowboys play, you know, when, when Mike decides he wants to take a vacation. Yep. 
I know he needs it. I know you do, Mike. And I and I feel for stay home. <laughs> <laughs> do it for America. Do it for America. <laughs> right. Do it for America's team. Uh, one one uh, bright spot for the uh, for the Seattle Seahawks has been the the play of rookie defensive back Devin Weatherspoon, who's kind of been a lockdown corner man. It been the best player in their secondary. Looking at CeeDee Lamb, I know he's been having a, a good stretch. He had another touchdown on Thursday. But are you worried about that matchup at all? I am to an extent because, like you said, he's he's been stellar. Yeah. Like I honestly, I didn't. I was a way more of a Christian Gonzalez guy heading into the draft, so I thought he was gonna be the bro. Chris, I know Christian Gonzalez guy, but Christian Gonzalez got nothing on Devin Witherspoon. He's playing lights out. It does scare me a little bit, but then maybe Brandon Cooks goes off for another 170 yards because they benched Tariq Woolen. Yeah. Hey, it also hey. If you're gonna bench him, just cut him. Like we'll we'll take him. That's a complete <laughs> no. That's a complete Dan Quinn guy. He's Tariq one's like six four. Bring me him. Matt has something to add to the uh, to the curse being lifted. The Mike curse being lifted here. So will will y'all uh, buy? Will y'all buy? I buy that. It's finally our years. We finally break the house of mouse curse. <laughs> that that's a. <laughs> The House of Mouse <laughs> That's a great that's that's a great name for the uh, for the curse there, Prescott. Thank you for sharing that. Dropping some dropping some gems tonight, man. <laughs> the House of Mouse. <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh, as far as the Lamb Witherspoon matchup, it'll be one to watch. I kind of am excited to see Lamb going up against one of the better defenders because he seems to have kind of had his way with with secondaries the past few weeks that we've seen. So. Uh, you know, it's always good to see your best player going up against somebody else's, another team's best player. That's a matchup I'm excited about. I wouldn't say I'm worried. I'd say more, I'm more excited. Like I said, you might just – Sini Lamb, I, he might not be a big fan of this, but he might be used as a decoy more. And like yeah. Brandon Cooks – I guess after this bye week, I don't know what's happened, but they're like, oh, we do have Brandon Cooks. He is a person. Yeah. And he just dominates. It's so it, it's fun. It's so much fun to see when they actually use their player. Kellen Moore would never. Dude, that double move he made to get to get so open on his touchdown reception was ridiculous. Well, it's not just that. Like, what I was talking about, Kevontae Turpin wasn't a person. He'll get two screen pass throws and he'll get some runs last year. Mike McCarthy's like, oh wait, hey, he can do something, and it, yeah. it works. No shot. Whenever your offensive coordinator knows how to use your players, it's kind of weird. What well, is Turpin already? Is he already at four total touchdowns? Is he at five? Did the Thursday make four, it five? Four or, four or five? I forgot. That's I just I just I just looked at it too. That's actually frustrating that I don't remember that. But it just it goes to show. Oh hey, we have a gaggy guy who's faster than everybody. Let's use it and look what happens. And he's I don't know I don't know if it's Kellen Moore. Just Chargers have dealt with a lot of injuries this year, but her, Justin Herbert is starting to get questioned by by his, the fan base and. And the media wondering if he's just you know kind of mediocre or if he's overrated, but I think only Kellen Moore can can turn a turn a young stud quarterback into maybe mediocre. Kellen Moore thinks he's the smartest smartest guy in the room. He's like, I'm I'm gonna out scheme you like crazy. And the NFL players are like, where am I supposed to go? What play is this? I feel so bad for Johnston. I love Johnston coming out, of course, because I'm a TCU fan. And yeah. but like. His, that drop was awful against the Packers and all. Mm-hmm. But, like, dude, the, what, what do you want him to do? Hey, I want you to run these triple routes. What? I don't know. 
Just go yeah. out there. Yeah. Got to feel bad for, for the Chargers, man. I was, I was actually, I thought that was a good move for Kellen Moore and Justin Herbert. You know, when you look at what the Chargers had on offense prior to him getting there, I, I thought it was going to be, he was good was going to be a breath of fresh air, but it's been, it's been an interesting ride for, for that offense and that team this year. Yeah. All these charge fans, like this is what Dallas gave up. show like first in yards, second in touchdowns. Like this is what y'all are complaining about, man. Look how the tables have turned. <laughs> Seriously. Man, how the, how the turn tables. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about the uh, Seattle secondary and you, you mentioned that the Cowboys run game has been inconsistent this year. It's kind of started to pick up the last couple of weeks. Uh, when you look at the Seattle secondary, do, do you think that maybe the Cowboys will try to run the game, will, will try to run the ball a little bit more against the Seattle secondary? I think they should, but I think McCarthy's gone full blow. Hey, it's air raid, baby. We going deep. Seriously, but yeah. I think I think I think they should because first of all, I love seeing Dak confident. Seeing Dak confident makes me feel great. I'm like, oh, because we're we're gonna win. I feel good. For real. But like, you want you to calm some things down because. It's great knowing you're going to throw and see C.D. Lamb or Jake Ferguson beat somebody, but like, just get, let the play action work a little bit. Let them think you're going to run the ball. Let Rico go off. Yeah, I would love to see our running backs be very confident heading into the game against Philly because that was an element of the offense that could have probably been you know a difference maker in that game. Probably could have won us that game, especially in you know some of those uh, red zone possessions that didn't uh, result in points. So. Yeah, I'd like to see our run game get going only just for the simple fact that I like our running backs to to kind of have a big head to, to feel confident heading into heading into that Philadelphia game. But like you said, man, when Dak's playing this way, you don't want to take the ball out of his hands. You don't want to stop having fun. You don't want him to, um, you know, when you're on a heater like, like he's on, man, you don't want to try to put that into an end. So I, I imagine we'll test the Seattle secondary, but I would like to see our run game have a big game too. Completely agree. Uh, with as good as Dak is playing, do you, does any team scare you? I, I'd still say Philly because they've gone down by t- uh, 14 plus points, two, uh, 10 plus points at halftime, back to back weeks against the Chiefs and Bills, and they still won. Like, I, some plays, I'm like, oh, the refs are giving it to you, Philly, which I, I can say, but like that, that touchdown is the key is Jalen Hurst is being able to run up and down the field. Like, you can't talk crap on that. Like, I want to. I hate them. I do. But, like, they still find a way to win. It's disgusting. Yeah. I would take Dallas. I would take Dallas being 9-1 right now with some gross wins. Like, no one would be complaining on our side. It's So, I guess it's just Philly, honestly. Yeah, I remember I went – I guess I was watching the game yesterday, Philly and Buffalo, and um, Josh Allen had just scored his second rushing touchdown of the, of the game, and uh, – had put like had put uh, Buffalo up by ten, and then I go to the bathroom and I come back and Philadelphia's up by four points. I'm like, what? What did I miss? And you know, Jalen Hurts, he has all of a sudden he threw two two passing TDs while while I was away in the blink of an eye, and I was like, man, he's just playing so good. Philadelphia's they're a scary team, man. I'm telling you now, the talk we were going to get to have about the Bills game. Oh, I'm going to have so much fun talking about Josh Allen. I, oh, that's me. That's a day I, I'm waiting to talk on the podcast. Josh Allen has to feel exactly how Dak Prescott feels because he's going through exactly what Dak Prescott has had to go through a lot of his career, man. Oh, uh, they might have almost. Uh, no, first off, that game single handedly lost me fantasy. Jalen Hurts popped off for over 40. I lost 186 to 175. 
I scored 175 points and I lost. Those are those are bad beats, man. Those are always tough. I would have beat anybody else in the league. Team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I would have beat anyone else in the league. Any other matchup, I would have won. But no, I had to face the one person who had Jalen Hurts. That's great. Those might be some of the most frustrating losses. Those and the ones you lose by like a tenth of a point or a fourth of a point. I mean, those are crazy games, dude. Yeah, I had that last week with Javante Williams. I still, I still haven't gotten back <laughs> to liking him. Sometimes that's just not our year, man. I hate, I hate to say it, but you know, so it happens to the best of us, man. Yeah. So Mike's not here, so we won't be doing Mike's views from the sidelines. Instead, we're going to be doing Brendan's breakdown in a couple of weeks. Brendan had asked me about, you know, him adding his own segment to uh, to the show, and I thought, what better time to introduce it than this week? Uh, whenever a player performs bad, it's either in the group chat or it's like in a, a text to me and Mike where Brendan wants to send somebody to the XFL. So, Brendan, man, here we are, your, your debut <laughs> uh, segment here on the show. It's Brendan's breakdown. Who, uh, which of the Cowboys players is is one bad performance away from from being sent down to the XFL? I almost went off earlier. I almost went off. I almost did it. I held my. It's Jordan Lewis. Oh my god. Oh wow. Okay. It's well, Terrence Steele saved himself after that Philly game. I'm like, oh, oh, you're mm, yeah. You got you got to go. Chuma Chuma Adoga should already be there, but luckily Tyron's back, so we don't got to worry about that. So. I, in my mind, Schumann's already on the uh, already on the Arlington Renegades. But <laughs> it's Jordan Lewis. Like, I get it. It's foot injury. That sucks. But if you see him fighting play after play, like him trying to go, he's he looks lackluster out there. I get to run harder. And he's so much more athletic than I am. Seriously. Like, he's just jogging out there, basically. He, I thought he had one good play against the commander. I, like, I tweeted him, like, J. Lou, make a good play? And I, it goes back to, yeah. like, oh, Sam, Sam Howell underthrew that so hard. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So he did nothing. It just, he just gets beat by everybody. And he, and he shows no effort. At least when I see I, – I can give J-Ron crap. I know he didn't play – I know he didn't play Thursday. But like, I can give J-Ron crap. Well, at least he's trying. Jordan Lewis doesn't care. Give me Izzy for the love of God because at least know Izzy's going to run with him as best he can. Jordan Lewis doesn't care. And he plays like shit over the middle. Well, I wonder who got beat. Number two. But yeah, XFL, please leave. The Rock, take him. Let's see. Our guy Prescott here. <laughs> Is someone being shipped with a $5 bid against gift card to the Renegades to join Gallimore? Not a fan of Gallimore. Interesting. He was uh, he was one of the higher-graded PFF guys. Not uh, last week on Thanksgiving, but I believe it was the game on Sunday against the Panthers. Maybe I'm... Correct me if I'm he, wrong. No, he uh, he uh, Neville played awesome against the Panthers. Um, Neville won't be joining the Renegades. He's he's he saved himself this entire year because he's played pretty well. But him and Adoga, d- dude, they might get two former uh, NFL players on the Arlington Renegades. Dude, watch out! They're going for a repeat of championships. All right, so here we are with true or false. And I did have one question on the show sheet, Brendan, but I kind of want to change it because I had uh, made a post yesterday on on Twitter, aka X. And it got a, a few mixed reviews, but uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one. So true or false, after his performance against the Buffalo Bills, Jalen Hurts is the 2024 NFL MVP. Okay, so first off, I, I want to be a homer. I do. But no, Rich Eisen yeah. said this perfectly on his podcast. We're, we're in week 12 now, right? Or week 13, we just got through mm-hmm. week 12. He's the MVP through 12 weeks. But guess what? 
the Ravens can go on a tear. And then guess what? You can't you can't not give it to Lamar Jackson. If Dak Prescott continues his tear, if he wins these next couple of games, are you really going to take it away from Dak? No, you're not. Hmm. If you, I, I, I will never want to get, go to Brock Purdy or any quarterback in the San Fran system because it's a Kyle Shanahan award. But if, if Brock Purdy continues to pop off like he has been, are you going to be able to take it away from him? Or are you going to give it to Christian McCaffrey? Like, there's so many, right now, yes. Like, if the season ended right now, he's the MVP. But we still got we got still got multiple games left, so no. That's fair enough, man. I don't know. Just he's had to come back from ten point deficits after halftime and back to back weeks, and they they also came back from what ten point deficit against us. Is that three weeks in a row? Is it would that be three of the last four weeks? I think three, three of the last four because they had a bye. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, three of the last four weeks, man. For to do that with your, you know, you kind of got a uh, not a beat up defense, but a defense with some fresh faces, some younger players, uh, definitely a young secondary. Um, you know, the defensive line ha- has some veterans on it, some good veterans. But, you know, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, two first and second year players, man, that are just dominating there as well. It, it's hard not to it's hard not to see to 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 vote him to, to vote uh, Jalen Hurts as, as the MVP so far this at this point in the season. I guess Rich Eisen did say it perfectly. Mm hmm. Let's see. Uh, San Fran system. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Brendan with the with the word play there. All right, Brendan, here we are. One word. When I saw Dolly Parton in a cheerleader outfit, I was blank. <laughs> I I I'm uh, I still don't know what the perfect word to say. I I don't want to be canceled here. I just I have to say I was uncomfortable. I I'm 20 years old. I didn't need to be seeing that. My my cousin, she was freaking out. He's like, oh, this is so awesome. Like I'm good, man. I'm good. I just, I didn't, I didn't, I just felt uncomfortable. I won't lie. She, it was, she didn't look bad. I was, I was really shocked. I mean, I remember this halftime show started. I was sitting on the couch with my uh, father-in-law. We were, you know, just kind of watching the game talking all of a sudden it's uh, Dolly Parton on stage in the Cowboys cheerleader uniform. We kind of look at each other and start, start laughing. I was a confused AKA amused. I mean, we know how old she is. She she didn't look bad. It was not like she was exposing her skin or trying to, you know, look sexy or anything like that. But it was it was strange, man, for sure. I haven't I haven't been uh, pleased with any halftime uh, show that Dallas has had for a while. Bring back Creed from two thousand one. Do it. <laughs> they're hey, yeah, they're back on they're back on tour, baby. Ride the high. Hey, the, they helped the Rangers win the World Series. They had the best halftime show for the Cowboys. There's something with their music, man. I, I've still been listening to. It. I've been like, of course, y'all can see major Rangers fans. So I'm I'm riding that high. I, I feel like they had uh, had a few hit songs from that one album, at least two or three. Dude, they popped off. Like honestly, some some songs are like okay, this is whatever, but they they do have some classics. Prescott, when he saw Dolly Parton in a halftime show in that cheerleader outfit, baffled, befuddled, bemused, and bewildered. Dude, I, Prescott, I don't know what you're on today. I don't. Dude, you are awesome. This is – I've known Matt for over 20 years, and this is – it's every day, bro. It's all day, every day. This is nothing new. I've seen him. No, no, he's done. I've seen him a lot in the chat, but this is awesome. Like he's this. He's no. He's on a different one tonight, though. 
He he's a funny funny guy. Very uh, good with words, man, for sure. He's a hilarious hilarious guy. I'm lucky to have known him for the twenty for the last twenty plus years, man, for sure. Well, yeah. here we are. We're top. Uh, here we are. We're top five. We're going to be ranking our top five fast food restaurants. Brendan, I don't know how you know. I, I don't want to assume, but I know when I was your age, I ate a lot of fast food. Is that the case with you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much true. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So I'm excited to see your list tonight. I don't eat a lot of fast foods uh, here these days, but uh, when I do, you know, I do like to indulge. So uh, start us off, man. What's number five on your list? So I, I'm basically just, of course, like whenever I'm in the mood for it changes, but I mainly say the places that are close to me. But number five is Whataburger. Oh, wow, number five, kind of low. Only for the fact that it takes forever to get their food. Yeah. And, and sometimes they mess it up. But I'm like, it's great food. It was like, I don't want to wait 30 minutes, man. I'm not, I'm hungry. I'm not that loving with Whataburger to wait that long. Have you had Whataburger under the influence? Uh, a little bit buzzed after a couple of coldies, anything like that? <laughs> Um, no, I've, the closest I've just been tired. I haven't, I haven't driven out like that. I've had McDonald's, but <laughs> that's about it. I, I, in high school, man, I had a lot of long nights, man, after a few <laughs> cold ones, man, Whataburger breakfast, it, it hits different, man, after a few beers for sure. That's fair enough. I can totally see it. It's just, it's waiting that long, man. I'm like, I'm not getting any younger. I, I'm starving. Like, I don't want to wait. Right. Our guy Jordan Stock here. I don't know if this is going to make your list or not here, but Chick Fil A, that's a great one, man. I love their breakfast. It's just I, I've never been a fan of their nuggets that much. I'm, I am a nut. I am a Nuggets guy. Like you, know, you will see, of course, later. But I am a Nuggets guy. Fair enough. All right, number five on my list. This might be a little controversial here because people love to hate on this place, Brendan. But number five on my list, Arby's. I've seen too many memes of Arby's take Arby's seriously anymore. <laughs> no, back in the day, my dad loved Arby's. He's like, dude, we took the curly fries, man. Okay. And so he went to, he always loved that. Yeah. So wait, how, do you, does your dad still eat Arby's? There's not a one near us. So no, oh, okay. but when we, when we live, when we live back in Keller, he did. Legend, man. He's if you if he's talking about the curly fries, he he knows what's up with Arby's, man. That's their 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 curly fries are are iconic, man. Probably the best fast food French fry in the game, man, for sure. I know. I could I I could agree. All right, number four on my list. I don't know how you feel about this place. It's not as controversial, but man, Dairy Queen. Dude, I've had dairy. I'm I've only had their blizzards there and the chicken strips. I, wait, no, I had their burger once, but I wasn't that impressed. But their blizzards been phenomenal. Chicken is mad, but I've only had Dairy Queen on road trips. It's kind of that's it's funny you say that because it's kind of is a it is a good road trip place. Like you don't eat there often, but then if you're like on the road and you kind of want something sweet, but also something savory, like hey, there's a Dairy Queen, let's stop there. Um, that's kind of, that's a place that my wife and I. Usually, when we're on a road trip, we we all end up finding ourselves at a at a Dairy Queen as well. We have one right up the street from our house. It's not very good, but uh, it's good. Their blizzards are good. Their fries, I mean, their their regular food, not so much. But man, their their iconic blizzards, man. It's you know, those are uh, those are hard to beat as far as sweet treats go. I completely agree. They they are really good. It's just, I don't remember when the last time I've had Dairy Queen without being on the road. 
Yeah, that's that's funny you say that. What's number what what uh what fast food restaurants are number four on your list? See, if you asked me like a couple of years ago, well, of course when I was younger, this may be higher, but my number four is McDonald's. Mm, it's okay. It, it's it's super close by, it's cheap. That's the main thing. I still like the nuggets, their milkshakes are pretty good. And of course their fries are good. Yeah. Dude, wow. Chicken Express, we have a chicken express with bait, uh, near our house, but it's called Golden Chick now. But yeah. No, I agree. Prescott, it's an odd one, dude. Pop off. He's on a roll tonight, man. Yeah, no, it's McDonald's for me at number four. Uh, here's an interesting question. Is Chipotle fast food? Do you consider Chipotle fast food? I, I guess it's kind of in that category. <clears throat> but like Those places kind of like you also do subs are kind of fast and kind of not. But no, I would, I would say Chipotle is more fast food. Uh, it seems a little expensive to be considered fast food. It seems like more fast casual almost to me. Fast casual? I've, I've never heard that ever in my life. It's like where you get your food fast, but it's higher quality. Really, that uh, is, I guess, is no, that's the difference. I, I agree, but hey, bro, you gonna go get some fast casual? Oh, dude, I'm down. <laughs> hopefully, nobody's ever ever said that to another. Hopefully, one man has never said that to another man. That'd be weird. Even <laughs> one man saying it to a girl, that's just want to go get some fast casual. I hope that's something that's never been said. <laughs> Okay, Brennan, what's number three on your list? My number three is Canes. Oh, I uh, like that, man. Dude, their chicken strips are great, but they're toast. They're Texas oh, toast. Oh, my God. That's what you used to always have before football games. Am I wrong to assume that you, you always sub out your coleslaw for another toast? Oh, duh. If you don't go double toast, I, I will look at you weird. I'm like, no one likes coleslaw enough to not go double toast. I will, I I'll look at you weird. I always get the coleslaw, man, just to cut through all the the fry richness of the burger and the I mean not the burger, but the the chicken strip and the fry and the sauce and the garlic toast. I have I have to uh, I have to have that coleslaw, man, to, to bite through all that. If you're going to Kings, you're not going for health. We I'm not saying here. for health. I'm just saying for like a palate cleanser, almost. Well, no, I, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Are you a sweet tea guy, or do you get the lemonade? I don't get I don't uh, no, I don't get either. I really just focus I like to focus on what I'm eating, so I'll just get a water on there. I, I love the toast too much. My taste buds are focused. How many sauces? Uh, it depends, honestly, but I'm fo- I I'm not much of a sauce guy, surprisingly really? enough. I'm not. I'm I if if I like a I like the food already, I'm like, why do I need to add a sauce? I'm like the food's already great. Unless the food's super dry, then we'll talk. But their chickens are always super moist. I won't lie. I can't imagine having canes without their cane sauce. I'm an odd person. I know. It's okay. <laughs> oh, so you don't you don't even use the sauce? I, I, I'll do it. I'll dabble in every now and then. But I mainly just go uh, go for the chicken and, and, of course, toast. Interesting. Interesting. All right, number three on my list. I, again, I've had a lot of uh, long nights. A couple of beers, a couple of other things, going through the drive-thru in this place. But, man, I, I, I haven't had this in, in quite some time. But Jack in the Box, the, those tacos, brother, my goodness, man. You, you scrounge up like two or three bucks. You, you have a meal fit for kings. You get yourself about six tacos. That's the perfect end, way to end the night. Dude, they're sourdough, Jack. Oh, my God, bro. Seriously, chef's kiss for real. Back in the day, man, when they were like really, really good, you could go, you could really eat there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner if you wanted to. Seriously, because it's all, it's all gonna hit. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. Are you a secret sauce guy? I'm not. No, you're not a sauce guy. Okay, George Stock here. Jordan, I'd have to agree, man. Canes without the sauce. I don't know about that, brother. I, I don't think I could do it either, man. It it goes it goes with me, man. It, it still works. It's not Apparently broken. they have honey mustard there. I didn't know that until a little while ago. I never know that. So, but I, I know you say you eat a lot of like chicken nuggets, chicken strips. You just eat those plain and dry, no no barbecue, no no nothing? Oh, for the most part, yeah. Wow, that's crazy, man. I'm I'm a big time sauce guy. Maybe maybe I need to work on that. Maybe just appreciate the pureness of the food. I no, it, you know, it's, I'm not I'm not one of those guys like oh it's the food it's the no I, like like we talked about before Thanksgiving I'm picky, but so yeah. like when I find when I find a food I like I'm like I don't need to add too terribly much to it. It's like I like it, so there's no reason to almost like ruin the food if I don't uh, if I don't like the sauce. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. All right, here we are, number two, number two on my list. Panda Express. Is that more fast casual though? That's what I see. That's what I. That's what I always thought. Because I don't. When I think of fast food, I don't think of Panda Express. I don't think of Chipotle. I don't think of like Pizza Hut, Domino's, places like that. But every list that I looked at had Panda Express as fast food. I even looked it up, and uh, Panda Express is in the fast food category. So I was like, well, I guess I'll, I'll add this in there because I love Panda Express. You a big Chinese food guy? Oh, I love Payway. Chicken Payway. Oh man, yeah. But I can always go for orange chicken though from Panda. That does hit pretty hard. It really does, man. Jordan, he he loves the term fast casual as well. Apparently, <laughs> I've never heard it until tonight, Jordan, and I, I'm running with it. That's funny as hell. Learn something new every day. I hope, Brendan. I just got back from class, and you're making me learn more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brennan, what's number two on your list? Okay, I don't know if you've heard of this place. I don't know if you have, but my number two is Jack in the Box. Hey. Dude, they're, it's just so good. It oh, really is, man. It is underrated, but I still hear it talked about a lot. So it's kind of odd. Like, I would still say probably for the like the big, the more ma- uh, big mass of people, I, uh, I, it would. But for the people I talk to a lot, they, they talk about Panda. So... Technically, I guess around the people the people I'm around, no. But for, of course, I think nationwide, yeah. Uh, do you ever get the Jack in the Box, the egg rolls? I've not had the egg roll. Oh, dude, the egg roll with the sweet and sour that that'll be that'll become one of your like your go to items if uh, after you know the first what? time you I'll, try it. I'll have to try it. I got a Jack in the Box a little bit down the road. I'll have to try that. Is sourdough Jack is that your go to meal? I, I love the sourdough Jack. Yeah. If two of your completely start, bro, it just hits. It hits Ugh. so hard. That toasted bread. Oh, dude, it's so good. I remember when they had the munchie meals, man, for like six bucks after nine o'clock. That was that was so clutch back in the day. <laughs> I couldn't drive back then, so. Oh man. So you've never had you've never uh had the munchie meal? I have not. Wow. I don't, I I tend to forget how young you are, man, because you're 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 a lot uh mature than in your age for sure. When I when I want to when I when I want yeah. to. <laughs> I appreciate you at least doing it on the show. <laughs> of course, as we see Legos behind me and stuff, yeah, I'm totally mature. Let's go with that. Right, you don't have to grow up. I'm just saying you carry yourself yeah, uh, a little bit older. Oh, than I know. Me, sure, <laughs> I know. Everyone, all my family and friends watching this, oh, they're like, oh, he's full of shit. 
<laughs> okay, Brendan, here we are at number one, man. What's number one on your list? I, my parents, I used to eat this so much. My parents were like, why don't we just buy a franchise of this? It's Wendy's. I oh, love Oh, really? Dude, dude, they're crispy nuggets. Mm. Brother. Yeah. It's so, so good. They're Frosty's iconic. It's just everything is just, but they're nuggets, dude. I could eat them any day of the week. I, this is going to be, this is going to sound weird. And I'm sorry to everybody who thinks this is weird, but I got my friend, to, I got my friends to do it. Have you ever dipped anything in your Frosty? French fries, of course, dude. Have you, have you ever dipped a nugget in your Frosty? No, man, I, uh, I, I've never, never been tempted to dip the mm-hmm. nugget in there. That's an interesting chicken and chicken and ice cream. I never thought about doing that. Dude, no, my, I got Cooper to do it and he was staring at me like, why the hell do you want me to do this? I'm like, dude, just, just try it. Trust me. And now he does it from time to time. Now, dude, it's good. But still what, a, what made you do that? I, I'm a weird kid, man. <laughs> I'm just, I was a weird kid. I didn't like my food. And so I saw two foods I like. So I combined it. Have you ever had or or gave your kid kid cuisine, like the little packet, uh, like the like frozen food, or whatever, it's like a little meal? No, we we haven't introduced them to the uh, to the kid cuisines yet. But the other day, I made him a plate. We were eating spaghetti for dinner, and I made him a plate with like yogurt, raisins, uh, some like peanuts because he likes peanuts a lot, and then some uh, like a little piece of garlic bread. And then he saw my wife pouring uh, Parmesan cheese on her spaghetti, and he's like, "I want some." So we put a little bit on his plate. He was getting his finger, putting the yogurt on his finger, then putting the cheese with the yogurt and then eating it. I don't know how it tasted. You know, he he's not he can't describe taste just yet, but he seemed to unlike it, man. So I don't know. Maybe you're onto something. Yeah, that's what my niece does. My niece does yeah. that all the time. It's it's pretty gross to see. You know, now I know how my parents felt when I did things. <laughs> but right. some things just work. Have you ever had a ranch and ketchup on a French fry together? Together? Yeah. No, I've not. I've not tried that. Try or or uh, or ketchup and gravy on a French fry. Change your life, bro. What place are you going that has ketchup and gravy for fries? Dairy Queen or Waterburger. I've never or done Braun. that at Waterburger. I've never done that at Waterburger. Never done. Do you that. get the? Do you ever get their chicken strips? Uh, from time to time, but I mainly get uh, the double patty burger. Those or or the uh, the, or the patty milk. No, I I've mm-hmm. done both. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, if you ever get the chicken strips, order the gravy and try the gravy with a either a spicy or regular ketchup, whichever you prefer, with a fry or the toast or the chicken strip. You'd be surprised, man. It's a great. It's an excellent compliment. I you know what? I, that does sound pretty. I'm hungry. This sucks. <laughs> Well, I'll try to wrap this up here, Brendan, so you can uh, so you can get out of here and get yourself something to eat. But number one on my list, you might have heard of this place, Waterburger, Texas staple. Yes, sir. <laughs> I uh, if I could only probably eat from one fast food place forever and the, the rest disappear, I think I'd have to go with Waterburger, even though they they've got a good variety of burgers, but they're not that creative. But they're just a solid man. You know, they've got good fries, they've got good burgers, they've got good shakes. Like, what, what more do you need out of fast food? You know, like I said, I did off a of preference, not because the food itself, Waterburger would have been higher on my list. The two near me are so slow, and honestly, they're pretty bad. Like they were they're oh, run pretty, yeah. pretty awful. We I waited in line for a solid 15 minutes just to find out the people driving your head, because there was no one taking orders. 
Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Ouch. And like inside, I my truck is a gas guzzler, so I had to drive farther out to go to another Whataburger just to wait another fifteen minutes. Uh, Brennan, have you ever tried ketchup and potato chips? No, I have not. I haven't either. I, I've never heard of that. That sounds interesting, though. I'll have to try that. My son loves ketchup, and so does my wife. We were, were eating a whole pan- show. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you good. I was just going to say we were eating pancakes the other day. And my son wanted ketchup for his pancakes. <laughs> that's the that's the palate of a two year old, I guess. That's that's some odd things, man. But you know what? I was there, so I can't really talk. Yeah. All right, Brendan. Man, it was a. I enjoyed the conversation tonight. I uh, y'all was a little surprised by your list, man. You had some places on there I didn't think that uh that you, you would have on there as far as fast food goes. I enjoy, uh, like I was saying, I enjoyed our discussion tonight, man. It's With or without fun, Mike, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. I, I'll talk ball with y'all any day of the week. It's it's too much fun. It really is. It really is. Well, Brendan, uh, so we can get you out of here, you can go get yourself something to eat. Where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Brendan underscore Smith 26. Guys, I'm Paul Ryan. You can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore Ryan 15. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. You going to end it? <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's like still going. Screen. It's still going. <laughs> I don't know what happened, bro. It's still going. You hear the